Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Hey guys, welcome to Hobby Addicts, episode 222. What? You only get、what? one of these. Every 111 <laughs> episodes. Say what? Mits- say what? <laughs> say what? Mitsugi's here, and I'm here with Mason and Mandy. What's up, guys? Hi. Hello, hello, hello.、Uh, how are you doing today? Or how's、uh, your weekend been? I assume you're asking the listener, so we'll wait for、oh, them to respond. Everybody. Oh, that's interesting. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, we're doing all okay ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, to, I think we're going to talk about some of that. So, I hiked Mount Tabe Gauche, otherwise known as Tabe Watch. This, I have no idea how to pronounce it. Is that the anime、Watch. that I watched? Tabe Gibi 8? It's spelled Tabe Gibi 8. Yeah, exactly. It's spelled T A B E G U A C H E. It sounds like a, like, a, like, a, like a dip or something that you, you know. <laughs> But、um, it was very、Sounds、interesting.、Like、the sound effects when you like, step in a pile of mud, it's like, gwash. Top of watch. <laughs> And Mandy says, Device 6. I don't know what that is. Is that a game, Mandy? Yep, it's a mobile game. Mandy's got a mobile game called Device 6. And Mason has a trip to Michigan, which should be pretty good. So, you know, I think I'll just start this time because why not? So, you'll recall that some months ago we hiked a mountain called Mount Shivano. And、uh, I said, I told you guys about how my girlfriend wasn't feeling well on that mountain. So, we, she's tough, so we summited it anyway. But we were going to walk the ridgeline over to Mount, Mount Tabawatch, which is connected by a ridgeline.、Uh, but, you know, that adds like three hours. And a couple miles, two miles on a wreck. Like you would think, oh, one mile each way of walking, that doesn't take three hours. It really does. Like when you're, when you're just walking, when you're like rock stepping and, you know, crawling through shit, like you, it really does take like an hour a mile probably. So、um, we didn't do it. And so we went, we went and did Tabo Watch this time. There's another way up the mountain that is,、um, Pretty much abandoned. It's an abandoned trail called the Western Ridge Trail. Starts off, first of all, the road was horrendous. I mean, it was, it was frightening. Like, the road, I, like my,、uh, we're in a Highlander, a Toyota Highlander, and it's got about a foot of clearance. And the, I kept getting out of the car to like look at the road. Like, like where, like, like, how should I navigate the car through this section? Like, this, so I don't like puncture everything on the bottom of the car. Because there's like boulders in the road and all this shit. I mean, it was, it was really bad.、Um, it took us an hour to drive like a mile <laughs> on this road because we were going literally just crawling up it. So、Thanks. it took four hours to get to the trailhead in the car, three hours of like actually driving. And then I, sh- I, didn't, I didn't get any pictures of the road to show you guys, but just take my word for it. It was really, really bad.、Um, and、uh, the trail was. Okay, for one that's been abandoned. I'm, gonna, I'm about to post two pictures right now of like sections where they had 
you could tell that they had built like stairs into the trail, like where they put logs in to like prevent mudslides and stuff. But the logs had since fallen apart and there was no one there to really like put it back together. And just like a, just in disrepair. So you had to do a little bit of like careful eyeballing as you hiked so you didn't get lost. And we came up through this, we came up into a, into a valley between two big, big mountain ridges. And you're hiking through this, through this valley and it's pretty nice. It's just got, uh, it has like a little, like a little winding brook through it. There's a lake. Um, there was a bunch of wildlife. We saw, we saw a mountain chicken. I don't know what the hell it really was. It was, it was almost like a pheasant. But smaller, and a mountain chicken. That's yeah. such a weird. I like, po- I, did you see the picture, Mandy? In my head. <laughs> I posted the picture uh, earlier. I think. No, I didn't post it on here. I'll post. You, you the did. It's the one on that wicked-looking log. It's like gray. It's kind of like, like camouflaged in. Yeah, I'm posting it again right now, so it's gonna pop up here in a second. So you, so you'll see it. He, he's 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 hard to see. He 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 came and went real quick. There's like little muskrat, little mouse guys carrying grass in their mouths. I mean, it's fucking majestic. <laughs> I don't know how else to put you it. You went to a Ghibli world. It, it, honest to God, it really was. Like um, <laughs> there there were several little clearings in it where you could easily have set up camp. I mean, it was just stunning. Um, there's a big ass rock slide on one side. Oh, of the, I see him. Oh, you see the little. I chicken? think that's a pheasant. I think. I could be wrong, but it looks like one. He was, he was just he was just a cute little boy, like, hanging out, you know? I was all about it, you know? Because it's like, oh, you're here. So you're here to enjoy nature. So here's, like, the rock slide that happened, and you can see, like... So you had to kind of walk through the rocks a little bit. It was really nice. Um, eventually, at the end of the valley, you get the... The valley's kind of surrounded on three sides by these just, like, giant mountains. And on one side... There's a section where you can kind of, there's a notch in the mountain, in the ridge, so you can kind of hike up this hill and kind of walk through this little break where the road, the, in between these rocks, and you can get up like onto the ridge. So, and then there's pictures of everything else that I already uploaded them all. But like, um, it started off with just a massive hill. I mean, just huge. I mean, it went forever, it seemed like. We're getting really good at just hiking uphill forever. Better than we, much better than we used to be. Especially my girlfriend, she's she's got some anemia, so she has like she runs out of she gets, she gets sort of short of breath with the, with the thin air, but she's been getting better, um, and I've been going in front and kind of setting the pace a little. So we got up the hill pretty quick, and and uh, people were coming. Not many people. We probably only saw about eight people the whole day because, like as I said, it was abandoned for the most part. And then we saw the ridge line. So there's a picture of me pointing in one of the photos. And the picture of me pointing is from the top of the first mountain, of the, or the top of the first hill, I guess. And then the actual mountain peak is right above my finger, way off in the distance. You can see it. And it took about, I would say, a little over an hour to get there from where I'm standing in that photo. And it's fucking far. I mean, these ridges are brutal. You're, there's no shade. The sun's just devouring you. The sun up there, people don't understand... You're three miles above sea level at this point, and the air is so thin that the sun just rips you apart. There's no, like, this is, I would say, three to four times as bad as direct sun at the beach. I mean, it is just vicious. And my girlfriend, she got baked alive. She's she's burned so bad. It's, like, stupid. You but, need um, one of those, like, comically large, like, umbrella hats. 
Yeah, that so, would save the day. <laughs> well, we, well, we saw a guy that had some glasses on that that like they were these really neat. They almost looked like steampunk. They kind of, I should have took a picture of him. He was he was he was definitely prepared. He had like these glasses where they had like this deep outer sort of covering that that went all that went that went flush up against your face, so no sun would get in like on the sides or above and below your glass lenses. So it was really like almost like a pair of goggles that wouldn't let any sunlight in. I so. think the Jamie from Mythbusters, if you remember that show, he wore sometimes a pair of sunglasses like that where it, like you said, like completely blocked out any sun from getting around the edges between that and your face. I really think they're, they're I really think they're cheap, Mason, and I'm going to look into it. Um, Cause this is the second time when my girlfriend actually had her eyes get burned like believe it or not that's like whoa that's, oh, yeah. i didn't even know that was possible why didn't yeah, you put sunscreen on oh wait a second <laughs> the whites of your eyes can get burned sunglasses you guys didn't have sunglasses they, <laughs> uh she really should have i i don't have prescriptions for sunglasses anymore i dropped them on one of the other mountains and lost them they were they were really nice too it sucked <laughs> but oh, shit. yeah i mean if you if anybody who wears glasses knows that prescription sunglasses cost an, a, a flat out criminal amount of money um, they cost an arm yeah. and an eye like forget a PlayStation Five. Like that's pretty much what a pair of new glasses would cost. So I just haven't bought them. Um, and then he had like a hat thing that covered his neck and his sides, and every, he was just he was getting no sun. But we had none. We had none. I had a hat on, so I, I'm actually not burned very badly. Um, anyway, so we hiked through this mountain, and right before the final summit, there's a picture in here somewhere where the rocks just look ridiculous. Like the first picture I I, I uploaded at 12:19 is um. We were going to do the class, there's class three rock climbing on this ridge, and, and we were like, oh, maybe we can get some practice at it. And when I took a look at it, I was like, I'm pretty fucking tired. Like, I don't know if I want to die today. <laughs> so I was like, let's go around the, the class three rocks. So this is us actually like, that's, that's a, I'm already down and I'm kind of photographing her from behind, but she's climbing down the class three rock formation. And um, it was dangerous. It was real dangerous. Like a fall from that would be... It would have been really bad. Um, and then, you know, we climbed up to the summit. And the hike back was just, it was just fucking brutal. Like, um, so, something happens while you're hiking where your, your ankles get weak. Like, they get tired and your stabilizing muscles stop functioning per, as, as perfectly as they were at, when you started. And I probably fell on just unsteady rocks probably six times on the way down and I am just all shredded up. I got, I, I sliced up my, my left calf. I've got a slice on my, um, my hand on my palm, my rep, I've the base of my thumb. Um, I've got just the, the, uh, the back of my right thigh looks like a fucking Wolverine got me. And there's a spot where on the right at the goddamn end of the fucking hike, I fell coming down, coming down the notch back into the valley. Like we're almost done. And I fell so hard that I just sat there and screamed, fuck, as loud as I could because it hurts so bad. And I've got a bruise on my thigh that is like the size of a baseball, and it hurts so bad. Um, and my side's all torn up. And it's just, I've had worse mountain biking, I think. But I mean, it was just, it was just really tough. And um, I was really proud of my girlfriend because coming back up that, that section where she's climbing down the rocks, it was super dangerous. Um, I, t- I kind of took note of it on the one, as I was doing it, but. Um, I don't know. I guess, I, I guess I just, I definitely get scared, but I don't, um, I don't know. I try to put myself in like the right headspace, but it, if you were to fall coming up it, 
you would probably fall, I would say, like, at least eight feet, and you would land on rocks. Like, you would probably bust up in your shoulder or hit your head. Um, it would have been super bad, and she was really scared coming up, the coming up, and I was trying to help her, but there was, like, there was almost nowhere to put your feet. But there were these really great rocks for your hands, but there was nowhere to put your feet. So you're almost just, like, you're almost just, like, grabbing onto rocks and kind of walking up this wall, this, like, this, like, slate of rocks but if you fall like you're like you're so far away from anywhere where anybody can help you right there that if you fall and hit your head there's i don't think there's anybody that can like search and rescue would have to come because i wouldn't have been able to get her out of there so but she did really good she collected herself and we climbed out of there but on the way back i just fell so many times and we had a scary moment on the return trip where we got lost for a minute and you must be thinking, how can you get lost? Like up on a fucking mountain Ridge. <laughs> like, like you just go back the way you came. You just go down. You silly goober. Well, so the, so, so there's a, there's a, there's a, on the, on the South side of the Ridge, so the Ridge runs from, if you can picture this in your head, the Ridge runs from, I could probably, I could probably, I, if I was more prepared, I could, I could have uploaded a photo of, of the map for you, but the Ridge runs from, from, from east to west okay so you're coming east on the ridge on the way to the summit so when you come back you're going west right back the way you came and when you get to the notch to go back into the valley you go dead directly south and um there was a section where we thought we were descending back towards the notch to get back into the valley and it just didn't look the same and i was like this is weird like it doesn't look the same like everything up there looks the fucking same but this was like I'm like something feels wrong here, so I pull out my iPhone. I'm looking at I'm looking at the compass on the iPhone. Um, credit to the iPhone, it works. It can tell where how high you are and what direction you're going without even have on in airplane mode. I don't know how it does it, but it just does. I, it's crazy. So I'm looking at the compass, and I'm and it says you're going south. And I was like, this can't be because if I was going south, I'd be going back through the valley already, and I haven't gotten to the notch yet. And we were going the wrong fucking way, and it was it would have been disastrous. Um, like that's basically the direction people go when they get lost, and then like the helicopters come. Then there's stories of like uh, people getting um, like lost up there. So I was like, this is wrong, and we ended up getting into a fight. <laughs> and I was like, no. Oh, no, I was like, no, you need to be quiet and listen to me. I know where I know where we're going. So eventually, so inevitably, like I I was like, let's walk over here and just look at this other side. So we walked over, looked, and I was like, I was like, sure enough. We were we were like walking into disaster, um, and uh, corrected corrected the course, lost about ten minutes probably only, and ended up coming back down the mountain. And it was fine. Like it, it was a nine mile hike. Um, I think it was like thirty six thousand steps, which is shorter than it's about average, I guess. And uh, it was like two thousand calorie burn or so. And um, it was really nice. It had a little bit of everything. It had it had it had a foresty section. It had friggin' little mountain chickens and shit. I mean, it had a valley. It had um, a brutal-ass hillside. It had a ridge. It had a real nice summit that was flat, and there were a couple people up. There weren't very many people on it. Like, I don't think people want to go to this one because it's kind of a pain in the ass. But um, it kind of had a little bit of everything. So um, I don't think it was a class two the way, the way they say it was. I think it was a little harder. Um, but, um, but we had a lot of fun, and we left. We got up at 4 a.m., we got there and we started walking at about nine in the morning. Even the trailhead is like hidden; like you can't even find it. So it took a while to find it. And then we got to the top around one, 
and then we got we were back at the car by like four and we got home at like eight thirty. So it was a it was a full ass day, but um, you know, and I'm all busted up, but it was it was a good time. So, and I think we have three more this year. We're gonna do, uh, I think we're gonna do Mount Columbia maybe, and we're gonna go to Mount Sneffels, which is seven hours away, but it'll be it'll be a really neat one. And then the last one we haven't decided yet, but this is the, our fourteenth mountain. And um, we got 44 to go. <laughs> so so um, <clears throat> it just never ends. There's so many of them. But I think we're having a lot of fun. And uh, there was enough adrenaline on this one that, you know, we weren't really safe, all completely safe while, while on the ridgeline. But the weather was beautiful. So it was very windy up there, but it was warm. So even though it was like the wind like gusted at like 40 probably, it was like uh, you weren't really cold because it was 50, 55 or 60 degrees up there. So it was um, it was very pleasant. Anyway. It's, it's funny. You're talking about this mountain has everything. It's got like woods. It's oh, got yeah. mountains. It's got wind. It's got blazing hot sun. It's got mm-hmm. chickens. I'm like, this sounds like a Zelda game. Dude, I swear to God. It looked j- like that valley. The first photo, I, the fir- one of the photos I put up there, I have a photo of the lake, it, which is, by the way, if you don't know this, a mountain lake is called a tarn. I don't know if you've heard of this word. But I'd look it up. What like, in tarnation? What in like tarnation? <laughs> exactly, just like that. Um, so yeah, the, uh, the the like you can see the valley and the trees and stuff. Um, and if you look in the valley photo with the lake, the mountains in the background. There's a section where the mountains kind of slope down into the right, and then they they kind of hit a point where they start going back up. That point where they start going back up is where that notch is. So you got to hike all the way through the valley. It's about a mile and a half. And, uh, yeah, it's just fucking majestic. I mean, there's like wildflowers, cypress forests. Like it's crazy. Like, like I got this other photo here and then, and then, and then we'll move on. But like there really is it. Every, every, if you love beautiful stuff and like nature and things like that, the danger aside, like a lot of people are out, are out there to just see the beauty of nature and, and it's completely like unadulterated form because there's not, there's no trash ever. There's no, I feel like you would be hung and killed. Like somebody would murder you up there if you like drive their candy wrapper. Um, and, and it's just, there's no, there's no buildings. There's no cars. It's just totally untouched. And so if you want to see a little cypress forest where you can look at beautiful friggin' trees and shit, like, like that's, this is the place for you. So some people don't even bother going to the top. They just want to walk through the valley. And that that photo I just posted, there's like these little these little baby cypress trees, and it's just I don't know, <laughs> it's just it's just pretty neat. Anyway, so that was um, <clears throat> 18 minutes of talking about mountains, and people are saying get on with the games. <laughs> so maybe we should, but um, device six, and I'm glad you're talking about games, Mandy, because I am still just playing the same games as, as I was playing before, so I have nothing new. So. Me too. I haven't finished Ghost because I've just been drawing all week. I haven't even touched it. So. <laughs> That's good though. I only played a quick little game, so I had something to talk about. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have anything else and I felt bad. But well, Device 6 was really cool. Okay. Anyways, um, this came out in. Oh, like a long time ago. I think it came up in like 2013, but I never heard of it until I was looking up like, what are some cool iOS uh, like puzzle games? And this was a highly praised and won awards. So I was like, oh, interesting. I've never looked at this. I should probably download it 
so it was like three dollars on um the ios mm-hmm. i don't know i don't think it's on anything else i think it's just ios like i don't know if it's on any other devices like um uh, it should like, be on I'm, at least six of them what <laughs> device six. oh my gosh um, no mason I was thinking, like, are there six different cut types of iPhones? There's like, I couldn't there's figure like it out. ten of them, <laughs> or twenty. I get you now. Oh it took me God. a second. When the Anyways. joke is that bad, it uh, doesn't even register. It goes over your head. Yeah, exactly. It goes under the bar. <laughs> I got it, it but it was not. <laughs> it missed. <sighs> you know what? You tried, Mason. It was uh, that's. No, what, they can't all be zingers. That's right. Sorry. Continue. It's okay. So I don't know if it's like on Android or anything, but um, this was developed by Studio. Oh, I don't know if I'm ever going to pronounce this correctly. Simogo. It's S I M O G O. I'm going to assume it's Simogo. It's a Swedish company. So um, Device Six is a kind of like reading, almost like reading a novel, but it's also a puzzle game. So it has a story. That's all text, and you scroll through it, but as you're scrolling, it can change directions, so you could, like, so you have to turn your phone occasionally, so, like, it'll go down, or it might um, branch off to the side, and when it goes off to the side, you have to scroll over that way, and then you have to turn your phone to continue reading it, and so you're constantly, like, turning your phone in different directions, but, um, and it's, like, a detective mystery game. I, I think you're kind of some kind of like private detective in, in it. And uh, um, as your character is going through the novel, you there are pictures that show up. And as you're scrolling, the like whatever's behind the picture will also scroll with it. And you run into puzzles that are like it requires you to look at like to pay attention to the text and also pay attention to what's going on in the pictures and you can interact with them. You can, um, it also requires audio. So it, it plays a lot with, um, it'll play like a lot of recordings. So you, you have to have your audio on to play it. And, uh, yeah, it's, it was really interesting. And some of the, um, the puzzles were a little tougher than I was expecting. Um, the second I, I did a couple chapters. I haven't finished it yet. But um, the second chapter was a whole lot easier than the first one. The first mm. one got a little... Um, That's interesting. I don't know. I guess it was a little weird. Like, uh, in the first uh, puzzle, like the first chapter, as you're scrolling through, uh, your character um, is wakes up and looks at a lighthouse and starts... Um, uh, oh, what was I looking for? See, the problem is also I start looking at all of the clues and stuff that I forget what the novel was about. That's my only problem with it. It's like it pre- like it's presented so cool. It's probably one of the coolest like uh, presentation wise like games that I ha- or um, puzzle games that I have played, and has great music, fantastic music. Um, but your your character is going through a castle and meets a bunch of different people in there. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember everything that happened in the first chapter. <laughs> but it's basically... It's, it's interesting uh, that the second chapter is easier than the first chapter. I mean, isn't the first one kind of normally like a like introduction and then they kind of... You would think so, but I think maybe I just... I don't know. Maybe I just... Maybe it was just because it was so different because I wasn't really... I didn't really know what I was looking for that um, maybe it was just harder for me. Um, 
But yeah, so like the first chapter, it, like you come to a, your character goes down a hallway and you find an elevator that has two different buttons on it, an L and an R. And then, but you don't know, you can't figure out how to uh, get through there yet. You can push the buttons, but not, you know, you can't get through it. So then you're going through and then you find a voice recording that says like um, the, or actually, First, you come to a like a lock that has numbers on it, and then um, after that, you come to a voice recording on a tape recorder, and this is where the audio comes in because it'll play it. It won't show it in the novel; it, you, it'll play it over um, audio recording for you, and it'll say like uh, the key to the room is a um, is found in a frame where red meets yellow, Ooh, and orange. then. Um, there's another frame that sits between hopes and lies and then another one that was like the channel that I am on. So it's telling you to like add up numbers together. So and I'm just I'm just going to walk you through the first puzzle because after I figured it out, I was like, oh, that was that was a lot easier and it should have than I was making it out to be because, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm like scrolling through and reading the text. So it was like I didn't really know what to look for in it because it's uh, um. I don't know, it's just very interesting because, like, as you're scrolling through, you'll eventually hit, like, a, uh, like, a roadblock and you can't progress and you have to scroll all the way back, turn your phone around three or four times, <laughs> get all the way back. And, uh, so after that, I found that in the text, there was an orange room. So that would be the room that meets, um, red and yellow and in the text it says like the date on a frame was uh was 2001 so i was like okay that's my first number i wrote that down and then the part that got me was the between hopes and lies because there is a room as you're scrolling through there are like a bunch of boxes with frames and letter and uh, letters in all of them and as you scroll through the through the narrative it the um all every single box shifts positions mm, okay. so i had to line it up to where one said hope and then i had to line up another one where it said lies but then i was like man I, I just couldn't get it right and i think that's what was frustrating me it took me a second to finally position it correctly to where i was like oh okay it spells out the word five so i wrote that down and then i went on and then i finally found out what channel the guy was on that took me a while too and i got his and then when you add them all up it gives you the root the key to get through into the um the room and then in there you find a note that says and this is so dumb it took me a second i had to say it out loud to figure it out it said e-l-l-e mm -hmm. and then a-r-e and it just kept cycling between them. And I'm like, hmm, what does this mean? And I'm um, like, it'll have like a bunch of L-E-L-L-E -L -L -E as one. And then it'll cycle between that and A-R-E. An and I was like, hang on, hang on. Okay, okay sorry, sorry. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> and I have like little notches on the bottom. Yeah, little notches on the bottom. <laughs> and as you're pushing through it, it'll cycle between all of those. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh. what the hell does this mean? Finally, I said it out loud. I was like, L, R. I was like, oh my God, fuck me. <laughs> as soon as I figured out, I was like, I'm so fucking stupid. It's actually, it's actually literally spelling out L and 
car for the buttons on the elevator for left and right. I was like, oh my god, I'm so dumb. So after I figured that out, I went all the way back, found out how like the cycle between them to go, you know, L, L, R, or left, left, right, right, left, right, you know, and then finally I got through and that was chapter one. I was like, oh my god. It took me saying it out loud to realize it because I in my head I think I was going Ellie. Yeah, that's in, what I was like doing. R. Like you know, I was thinking, well, could that translate to something? So I'm like, <laughs> well, why is there? I was like, well, Ellie is like French. <laughs> oh, you're getting too deep into it, isn't? isn't exactly. But isn't like, but why is there another? But isn't the isn't there one too many e's in there? Shouldn't it just be e l l a r e? I have no idea. I don't know. Fuck. But it took me saying it out loud, and I was like, oh, I'm dumb. I don't think I would have ever gotten that. Because <laughs> you don't. You know, until you say it out loud, you don't really understand it. I was like, I was like, what is what is this word? I'm scrolling back through the text. I'm like, what could this mean? It's basically, <laughs> it's an escape so room. Dumb. Yeah, exactly. That I would say the puzzles are very like, very much like an escape room. So um, yeah, and that was only three dollars, and I haven't finished it yet. Um, kind of just going through it slowly. And it was fun though. I like puzzle games a lot, so it was. It, I think the presentation of it is so interesting that it is keeping me inter- like keeping me engaged with it because I like kind of like turning my phone around <laughs> and uh, kind of like reading through the text and finding stuff. Like the second uh, chapter had a puzzle with talking bears, and they're like bear statues, and you push them and they talk to you, and <laughs> that was pretty silly, but. Um, yeah, second, the second chapter was so much easier. I think it's only because I then understood the kind of puzzles this game had, which they were not as hard as I was making them out to be. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it's it's fun. And I think you should, um, if you like puzzle games, check it out. It's the music in it is fantastic. I think um, when I looked it up, it said it's composed by Daniel Olsen. Uh, the soundtrack for it. And let me look up what other things they have done. Who, are, it, who art thou, Daniel Olson? Let me look. Composer. Um, he did music on. Oh, I don't know. Actually, I thought that was a game, but it, it doesn't look like it's, it's a game. I think a CD or his album is called "Wild Hearts Never Die." I don't know, but um. Well, yeah, how, the music how, music is fantastic. Though. How long is it about for three dollars? I mean, do you get a lot of? Do you get a few hours out of it, or? I don't know. Oh, you're find out. With, oh, you're not done with it yet. Got it. <laughs> no, I've only done three chapters, so I'm going to assume there's six. <laughs> well, I guess, but I could be wrong. It says, I, look, I just looked it up because that's you know me. It says two and a half hours on how to beat, oh, okay, how long cool. to beat. So I don't know, but. For three bucks, I mean, you know, whatever. It's just three. That's like what it costs to buy a Red Bull. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Yeah. So. Um, I was trying to see what uh, awards it won. It won 2014 Independent Games Festival, Apple Design Award, Best App Ever Award from Pocket Gamer, and it won a bunch of awards that the year that it came out. It's pretty cool. All right, well, that's device six for iOS. I still, I, I confess, I downloaded Simulacra or whatever the hell it was, but I still haven't played Simulacra. it. Simulacra. Yeah. Oh, okay. I downloaded it, but I haven't played it yet, so. It's, uh, the acting in it is very cheesy, warning, but I think just the fact that you have, like, a, a haunted phone is kind of cool. 
turns I, your phone to like a haunted phone. <laughs> I always wanted to have a haunted phone. Yeah. So, all right, and Mason's going to Michigan. I, I did go to Michigan. Oh, I'm back already. from Michigan. That's why I'm here today. What's in Michigan? Oh, I know what's in Michigan. Go uh, ahead. Not too Tell much, but um, yeah. So I headed over to Michigan this week. It was about you know five hour drive from where I'm at over in Illinois to uh, participate in a hockey tournament with a bunch of people that I used to play with and be friends with back when I lived in that state. And it was a pretty good time. And uh, just the the lodging that I was gifted as part of, mm. you know, participating was uh, a blast because uh, the couple that I was staying with, uh, in addition to having like a two-month-old baby who was an absolute chonky unit uh, who was <laughs> what? adorable. What is a chonky unit? He was just a pudgy little boy, and uh, he was like in the like ninety fifth percentile of like height and weight oh, wow. for like baby. So he was he was a big lad. <laughs> uh, but the other big lad they had was like this adorable dog who was like a hundred pounds of just nonstop uh, energy and excitement, and I did not know how to take a chill pill. So I hung out with the dog constantly and be came it's like chew toy for the couple days that i spent i I, I was just petting the hair off it i was just having a bunch of fun and dog was like oh we're play fighting it was just like biting and clawing me but it was it was worth it so not as rough as uh hiking up a mountain but uh i'm still a little beaten up from hanging out with this dog for a couple days but uh yeah so essentially i went there mainly for you know this hockey tournament that took place and we did pretty well we ended up finishing third place which you know for not playing hockey for you know four or five months because of uh you know everything that's going on with like lockdown and stuff uh i was pretty pleased there were some very intense games uh, the best of which i would say is uh pretty much a mirror image of the 2013 stanley cup finals game six where essentially uh spoilers we were essentially down by one goal with like a couple minutes left in the game and i play goalie because i am uh have mental problems and think that that's a good idea but it's what i do (laughs) but essentially at the end of a game if you need to score a goal you pull your goalie you take him off the ice you have no one in net and in exchange you are allowed to put another player on the ice Mm -hmm. so you essentially have more players than the other team with the hopes that you can use that extra player to create enough offense to score a goal to tie it up. And essentially with about a minute left in the game, right as I was about to you know, go off the ice, we got this deflection tip goal where you know, someone shoots it and it like ricochets, it pachinkos, it ping-pongs off like a couple different people to like make it hard to stop and it went in. So we tied the game with a minute left and then, you know, of course, then we're tied. And then we actually went on to win the game with 10 seconds left. So just like a minute later, got another goal. Oh, so essentially man. two goals in the last minute to seal the deal and essentially get us like a way higher seed in the standings. And how does that uh, make so the it was other, pretty clutch. How does it make the other goalkeeper feel? Does he feel bad? Uh, Is he feeling absolutely cr- devastated? Devastated. Oh, even yeah. though even though I one mean, of them was like a ricochet, like. I mean, they weren't really his fault, but, like, 
the three rules of like goaltending is you can't let in a goal in like the first minute of a period, the last minute of a period, or like immediately after your team scores. Because all those things just absolutely like kill your momentum as like a team. And he broke that so, twice. Yeah, so he broke it Yeah, <laughs> a couple different ways. So uh, it was super clutch. It was a ton of fun, but more than playing hockey. It was just nice hanging out with all these friends that I used to know. And it's been like three and a half years since I've seen a lot of them. And, you know, all these punk kids that you just used to hang out with now all like getting married and having kids and you're like oh my goodness the world is growing up and i'm staying the same but that's all good i i had a blast because (laughs) you know you play a bunch of games on one day so you you wake up in the morning you play a game and then you you have like four hours till your next game so everyone just like hangs out in the parking lot and we had great weather so people were playing bags and just kind of relaxing out in the open and it was a it was a fun time and i don't know it was pretty good the biggest downside was uh, when you're with a bunch of people, you don't tend to eat all that healthy. Uh-huh. So, like, the entire weekend was just Taco Bell and Burger King Hell and yeah. Subway and Little Caesars. And, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not fe- – I don't know if it was just staying up late when I usually go to bed early. I don't know if it was getting chewed up by this dog all day or just the fact that uh, my body is not used to just all that – I don't know. It's like a, a car where I'm used to having premium gas. I'm used to the spinach. I'm used to the fruits and vegetables. And now oh, look at you. I have just like a metric ton of grease just like circulating inside me. And I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm not feeling <clears throat> that great. <laughs> well, but, uh, it was I mean, fun. It was fun. Yeah, we always what eat. What were you going to say? We always eat like shit too when we're going, when we're going hiking because we know we're going to burn everything anyway. So mm-hmm. it's just like whatever. So we, we even... I think we probably got Taco Bell now like four times in a row before we go. And I've discovered that I prefer the Chalupa the best. I think the Chalupa is pretty strong. I mean, the Chalupa has the shell. And that's yeah. what differentiated it from everything else on the menu. So that's You're a right. pretty solid pick. I, mm. would, I would give you props for that. But um, I don't know. It, it's a good, you know, I was just there from essentially Thursday to Sunday. Came back. I drove back five hours took a shower and jumped on this podcast so we'll uh we'll see how I, <laughs> how well i hold up but it was definitely worth it nice thing the guys played some disc golf saw some bison just on farms and stuff and the countryside's not too bad it's the coolest thing is by far just getting out into the country where there's like a lot less light pollution yeah and you're like oh yeah i forgot there's stars in the sky and they look pretty cool sometimes yeah. oh yeah so that was a little mini road trip i might have a road trip planned coming up to denver maybe another one later to tennessee we'll see but uh that's that was kind of my outdoor excursion and now i'm back home i'm ready to go back to playing video games some more like Mm -hmm. like a good person um update (laughs) on the game i talked about a while back that mortal shell game it's the it's kind of like the Dark Souls knockoff game done by like a small studio that they released the alpha and betas for a while back. Well, it's coming out on August 18th. So right around the corner. And I think it's only like a $30 game. So that might scratch the itch of stuff to do. So 
Stuff to talk about on Hobby Stuff Addicts. Stuff to do. I'll, I have another game to talk about, but I'll save that for next week because it's kind of like a two-part game in my mind. But I've I also... not been playing anything. I've just been drawing. That's, That's all good, I've though. done. That's, That's good, good. Though, I and, mean, yeah. And they've been like the... I don't know if it was just the amount of time you put in, Mandy, but the the difference between your last two drawings, like the this Hisako one that you posted looks phenomenal. Oh, thank you. I felt you. like you put so much more like... I felt like I you were less like. Into it. <laughs> I feel like you were less like. Oh, let me just draw something to test the like tablet, and more you're like, I want to draw this and like put in all the shading, put in all the I don't know weight to it, all the effects. Like it, it looks real nice. People oh, should look thank at, you. Check it out. But I did want to also shout out because uh, I did go to the gym, and my this gym has like a program where you wear like a heart rate monitor while you do like cardio machines. And it, like, measures oh, your activity. Neat. And then, like, everyone in the gym who does this can kind of, like, compete on, like, a monthly, I don't know. Like, they have, like, a big board where it tracks, like, everyone's score. And you can see where everyone's at. And there's, in third place right now, is someone called Plus Ultra. Uh. <laughs> and I, I think I've figured out, like, who it is. Because you can kind of see, like, who's currently working out at the time. And I've kind of like seen like who's at the gym when Plus Ultra is working out, and I think I've narrowed it down to who it is. And, and it's this guy who comes in. He's got like two face masks on. He wears like uh, like dishwashing like gloves, like you know those like rubbery ones that go all what? the way up to your elbow. This is like, at a gym. He is this. Yeah, he's at the gym, just sweating away like the most like socially distanced, like well like equipped person for like doing stuff in this time and he's like the hero we need and he's kicking butt and he is uh, amazing so he's in third place right now and i'm rooting for him and every time i see him working out on this big old board i'm like yes anime is saved <laughs> wow so he's okay. my guy i don't know if i'd work out with dishwashing gloves but uh i mean he's he's just doing like elliptical stuff it's just cardio so okay. you know, he's, it's like it's like wearing a sweatsuit well, I'm still playing my hospital game. I'm I'm in the DLC now. You had to you had to complete all the DLC to get the platinum, so I'm doing that. I got three hospitals left. I'm still playing Ghost of Tsushima. I've done every single every single icon on the first island, and now I'm doing like story stuff. And the game is just so easy; it's like ridiculous. So I I put it on hard mode. It's still like a, I could like a laugher. Um, it's ridiculous how easy it is. I put it on lethal. Um, and you're supposed to die in one hit on lethal, but you actually don't. If you can like wear the right <laughs> charms and have your health bar high enough, um, you'll die in two hits, but it got a little annoying. So I was like, eh, I don't really need to play this on lethal. So I put it back on hard, but I think later on, if my health bar like doubles its current size, I'll probably put it back on lethal just because, um, because it the enemies don't really get any tougher. Like they still die from one, you know, one sticky bomb. So it's like, it's whatever. But um, still really good. So, but yeah, I'm not, I haven't really been playing much either because this week's been it's been a been a tough work week to be honest. So, all right, anything else, guys? We mosey on over to the main podcast. No, I'm all set. I think this was a. Uh, I think we had enough to talk about today. We always do. We always do. <laughs> We're just a bunch of people doing things and having fun. Yeah. Just like all of you listening at home. So thanks for tuning in and. Thanks for contributing to the podcast, and <coughs> and I know we'll uh, 
We'll have something good for you next week, too, I'm sure. But not sure what it is yet, but we'll find out. See you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. See ya.